Welcome to the Geek Geek Podcast, where Tom Nook is not a raccoon, despite what you've been led to believe. I'm Void, and I'm here with my co-host, Beej. He's a Tanooki! He is. Uh, Today we're talking about Animal Crossing, New Horizons, which we kind of talked about in Geekery last week, but... I think I convinced you to try it, and then it's been your week, basically, right? Yeah, it's 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 been my week. Like that's that's what it is. I bought it on Friday, I think. I'd been going back and forth on it, reading up on it, and then Friday, I finally just decided to bite the bullet, and uh, I bought it uh, a digital copy on Friday evening and started it up. So you told me that, and then I got bits and pieces throughout the week. It was like you bought it. And then you bought another <laughs> Switch, but then you bought the yes. game twice, maybe, and now you're both playing it on two different systems. And you just you have to explain what is this madness because I never actually got a full answer. Okay, so I bought the digital copy on Friday night, and uh, Jennifer and I both ended up playing it. I started my character first because you know you think you never played an Animal Crossing game before, and so you, you we knew that whoever started the whoever the first one to log in on the Switch was they were going to be the main character for the game, and the other people are residents but can't progress like the major infrastructure stuff, the storyline basically, and so we figured that I would be the one playing it more even though she would be playing it uh, back and forth uh, some too so we could but we could still play it together so i logged in first then she did we get started uh, do everything and we log in and play party play together because you can do local play on the same machine it just keeps you on the same screen as the other one and you have a lead character who can do all the main stuff and the other character can go around running around with them helping them build collect things and stuff like that uh, at the same time um, we absolutely loved doing that uh, we had a really really good time doing this together it was really exactly the kind of game that we like playing together and so I decided uh, after reading a little bit online that I was gonna go buy a switch light because we could play separately together uh, if that makes sense I could be on the switch light she could be on the switch and we could both run around as like full characters right instead yeah, of just yeah. having one be the uh, help the other um, it turns out that you can't do that because even on the same digital copy it starts a new island on the second switch with a new character so oh, right because it's one island per switch one island per switch not per copy of the game so uh, I thought that it was going to be per like user account like that so i get on there and i have a second island on the switch light now but it's still one copy of the game it's still the one copy that i bought on digital so we're actually able to play it on both switches at the same time uh because like she'll log in on her user account on the main switch which is uh, the secondary account for the copy and uh, then I log into the main account on the switch light and we can connect and go to each other's islands and play around online together and do the main stuff. So um, are you restricted to local play then? No, you can't do it on local play. Weird. This is the weird part. Okay. So you can't do local play. You can't do local wireless because it's like, you can't connect to the same copy of the game, but you can do it online. That's so if you strange. just set it up for online play instead of local play, it considers it two separate islands and lets you connect that way. So we've been running around sharing stuff on the same digital copy, but uh, because it's online play on two separate different uh, machines. So if it's something that y'all 
want to do and you have two switches but don't want to buy the game separately uh, multiple times uh, for anybody listening you can do that just have the person who bought the game on the main switch not even the person who's the main character but who bought the game be the one to play it on the switch Lite as the secondary switch wow so you got to so. do some like gymnastics here mental gymnastics to like get your head around yeah. which one to do at what time but it's possible to do two copies of the game by having only owning one if you have two different switches interesting yeah basically the person who buys it on the main switch can play it on the switch Lite as being their secondary console um and at that point the anybody on the main switch can log in and play except for that account because it's like hey you're logged in on this other switch which makes sense weird but i mean it wasn't just you guys playing right you said that a bunch of your friends were picking (laughs) it up too yeah, like so I have apparently added a lot of people from Twitter on on uh on as my Switch friend. So I've been playing it with a lot of them and then we got our friend Adam to buy it last night uh by telling him how much we were enjoying it. And then we've been playing Mario Kart pretty much every day at some point with our 9-year-old nephew because he discovered uh online play and he's at home from school and uh and knows that we're home. I work from home and Jennifer's home from work too. And so um, he's hearing us play Animal Crossing as he's uh, calling us to play Mario Kart. He's like, so what do you do in Animal Crossing? Like, what about this? Like, what are you doing? And so we just decided we're just going to buy him a copy of it. So I download, I got the download code from GameStop last night and just sent his mom a picture of the uh, download code. Didn't ask, didn't do anything like that. We're just like, here, you can play with us. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and uh, uh, so he was like... But did you get it for free? Do you ha- do do I have to do we have to pay for it when I put in this code? And we're like, you don't have to pay for anything. And he just couldn't wrap his mind around it. It was so cute. We're like, <laughs> we bought you a copy of this game, man. Just go download it. Yeah. Because uh, he was just like, because we just sent him a code, and I'd wiped out all of the. Uh, pricing information on there got it. so it was it was i mean he's nine years old so of course but it was just really cute like do i get it for free do i have to pay for it now it was it was really like go download this and so we're going to be able to play with him today because the airport opens on the second day uh, is when you can go see friends so i'm i'm loving it like this is it's as much as i love dragon quest builders except you don't build things you make things and harvest stuff like that like it's it's got that same feel to me that i ended up really liking uh that really polished mm, better than minecraft kind of a creation game yeah that's awesome well and you said like jennifer has people that she knows that are playing it too so we didn't realize that the youth services librarian at the at her work, her friend uh, Jessica, loves Animal Crossing. We didn't know how much she loved Animal Crossing. Like I know I've told you before, and everybody who's uh, listening, that Jennifer and me uh, had we brought Jennifer and I brought Mario Kart on our honeymoon. Like that was really one of those things that while we were dating, we bonded with. And uh, like I taught her how to play Mario Kart on uh, Double Dash on the GameCube, and we just kept like that's been a big part of our relationship. Like I'd said, even Mario Kart Tour is big between us being able to do stuff uh, together, and that's Animal Crossing for Jessica and her husband. And oh, cool. so they've been doing it since the GameCube and New Leaf. And I don't know if they did the Wii version or not, but I think they have. And even uh, Pocket Camp. So they were really into it. And when Jennifer found out that Jessica was this into it, we're like, yeah, let's let's play with Jess. Like that was a big reason that we ordered it that night too, because Jess was just going on and on and on about how great this was. And so we tried to connect and she is the 
only person that we have problems connecting to her island. She can come to ours, but we cannot connect to hers because it gives us like a switch error, not even a game error. It's like the switch uh, connectivity error. And we've done everything that it says online to do. We just cannot figure out how to get it, uh, get it to connect to her. But she was so excited. Like she brought us presents to our island and everything and has been texting us pictures of her house because she can't show it off. And then like she was so excited that she had this party dress that she hadn't, quote, had a reason to wear yet. Uh, and so she went to her island and put it on and then when we couldn't connect came back to ours so that she could show us her party dress and hang out and then one time she came over uh, this weekend uh, on animal crossing not in real life because it's the apocalypse and uh like she had her hair changed and was wearing pajamas because every night she takes her character puts her hair in pigtails for bed puts her in pajamas and actually lays her down to bed before she logs out and always has done this on all the Animal Crossing games. Wow. Some people like, are super dedicated to this game. I love that. Like, I'm not even patronizing. Like, I, I don't want anyone to think that I'm I'm in any way saying something negative about that. I love that she loves it so much that she has this routine and has kept it up in these games for multiple copies over the years. Like, is that like that's her thing? And it makes me so incredibly happy that someone loves it that much. And I think that's part of the reason like I'm loving it so much is because that kind of thing really rubs off on me to see how other people get that into it and like i want to see what this is all about you know yeah totally no i'm so glad that there are people out there like that that like the game that much and it it just speaks to how good of a game this is for some people and i think everybody can find something here i always do right like an animal crossing game comes out and i play it for you know two maybe three weeks i mean maybe this time it'll be a little longer because of you know the apocalypse but (laughs) the apocalypse it's a pandemic sorry it's not it's a pandemic but i just joke around all the time and call it the apocalypse or the end of the world and uh, just to because pandemic actually sounds so much worse to me like, as I'm talking about it, that there's this pandemic going on, but if it's jokingly called the apocalypse, it seems to have less weight, like uh, like existential dread weight, you know? Okay, I can get that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've been I've been playing it not quite every day, but probably every other day and just kind of picking away at it. And, you know, I'm, I'm at the part where, like, I have a bridge. I got the three housing plots built the other day. So now I have villagers, like, starting to show up every day to, like, fill mm-hmm. those up. So pretty soon I'm hoping my island will be full and I got to get rid of, like, one of my villagers that's just super annoying that I've had since the first day of the game. She's out of there as soon as I can get her out. Um, What's so annoying about her? I'm curious. I just don't. She freaks me out. She's She's like a... <laughs> I don't even know. She's this big, like, pink bear, but in a way that's just slightly, I don't know. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for me at all. She's got to go. Uh, that that stinks, because that sounds really awesome to me. Like, send her over to Beachtopia and let me, uh, <laughs> and let me uh, have her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I like this game. It's, it's really fun, and it's been... It's been a good escape, and it's weird because it's an escape to right. normalcy, because all of us are like, not all of us, but a lot of us are like in lockdown in one way or another right now, you know, and states yep. are passing all of these lockdown laws and the pandemic's going on. So even if you're not, people are still like, oh, well, maybe we should avoid public spaces. Maybe we shouldn't do as much as we normally are doing. Um, hopefully, I mean, hopefully people are following, you know, the the health organization recommendations out there. And because of that, Animal Crossing is an escape to like normal life that doesn't exist right now. It's so strange. Yeah, it is. It's really weird. Like it's it's like I'm a g- able to go about my day without any kind of problem. It's just like, yeah, let's just 
Let's just live our life because that's something that we just can't do right now. Yeah, and it's it's just chill, you know. And um, one of the things I did notice is that I'm really bad at interior design in uh, Animal Crossing <laughs> games. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not good at it. I wish I was better. So I'm gonna work on it. I'm working on making my like main room of my house have actually a theme, which I've never done before. But I'm yeah. putting a little bit more time into this one than I have with other Animal Crossings. And then I got the second room of my house just got added on. So we'll see what I end up doing with that. But I mean, there's just a lot of cool stuff in this game that's like worth talking about. And none of the systems are super deep. It's it's this very chill atmosphere to a game where it's like no real stakes, no real pressure. And that's kind of what the world needs at the moment. And it's really hard. Actually, that's one of the things that I love about it, like that it's really chill. It's about being nice to people and sharing things because anything that you give away, you can get back in some way that you can either buy it back. You can make it again or anything like that. So there's no penalty for just getting rid of something that you've got. Right. And so it's uh, it's really, really awesome for me right now to do that. And uh, like my nine year old nephew last night, we were having to like had to hardest time telling him that there's no combat and like he didn't understand like you couldn't fight people even if you like set up like a boxing ring or something you're not gonna fight other people and it's like uh telling him he kept asking us like is this item good and we're like well there is no good do you like it (laughs) and he's like well you know she's gonna steal my apples and i'm like but they're going to grow back in a couple of days. It was like, those are there to share with people for people to come and pick. And like, it was really hard. I mean, me too, at first to get the idea wrapped around my head that this is not about winning or losing in any capacity whatsoever. You're just there. And it's about being nice to people and that chill atmosphere of just running around and being like, Oh, there's a ghost on my Island kind of, kind of discovery stuff. Like I'm, I'm all about and like trying to convince a nine year old that you can't win and that there's not better items than anything else is going to be really fun. Yeah. I mean, the verbs in this game are really interesting, right? Because like fight is not one of them, but there's a bunch of other ones. There's explore and there's dig and there's harvest and, you know, there's decorate and like there's all these things that you can do in the game. It's just not a typical like video gamey video game, which I don't think is a bad thing at all. You know, I keep coming back to the fact that it's just such like a relaxing atmosphere compared to normal life and the news and everything else going on and um one of the things that i've been having fun with is just like the museum which i don't think we talked about yeah. last time but the museum opens up after you get a couple days into the game and the museum gives you a place where you can collect things and so it's like bugs and fish and fossils basically right and just like seeing the collection get built out is really fun for me and one of the things is like um you can't get it all right now. Like you can't, the way that I would normally play a game, you know, I would just like, um, kind of mainline it and just go on the critical path between the things I'm trying to achieve. But you can't with animal crossing because it's in real time, unless you're a time traveler, which I know there are people out there who like to play the game like that, but I'm not one of them. Um, you and by that i don't mean an actual time traveler if you're not familiar with the terminology it basically just means somebody who goes in and like resets their system clock so they like jump ahead artificially whenever they Mm -hmm. want to um so for me because i'm just playing it the way you're supposed to normally like it takes time you got to wait for the next month to turn over before more bugs or more fish or more whatever show Mm -hmm. up um or wait till the next season or three or four seasons from now and again it's just like it all goes towards that there's no pressure to critical path to an ending because there's not really an ending. It's just like nope. a place to be. 
I mean, the closest that you can get to an ending in this game is probably 100%ing your, like, Critterpedia and your museum, as far as I can tell right now. Like, having everything filled out, kind of like the Pokedex. But even then, it's like, I don't see the... I don't see the push for that because it's just fun to go turn stuff in. I mean, it's not even that I'm trying to complete anything right now. I'm just looking at it as being like, oh, I can go around and look at that mackerel that I turned in. Or I caught a sturgeon this morning, and I'm excited to go see where it goes in the museum. (laughs) Yeah, the museum itself is actually way better than it's ever been in Animal Crossing before. Like, this one is so built out compared to the old ones. Like, the whole fish area is like an underwater aquarium that just looks amazing. And It does. Yeah, I mean, the fossil... like. You should go back and look at some of the screenshots of the earlier museums. Like, this is so much cooler than any of those were. I've not, I haven't gone back. That's one thing that I've actually really thought about doing is going back and looking at the older games to see what's really different about this one. Because I came in on this knowing zero that I knew that you had a town that you built up, and that was really it. I knew that you crafted some stuff, and that was pretty much all I knew about Animal Crossing going into this, uh, like what we were talking about last week. So I don't even know what the old games are, like New Leaf and City Folk, I think, and like I don't. Don't even remember their names yeah and you know you don't really need to like go back and play them but yeah you could look at just some feature lists or some screenshots and kind of get an idea you know because it's not that different yeah. honestly than the older animal crossing games um one of the other things that i was liking a lot were these nook tickets that you can get that will let you go to a different like smaller deserted island and mm-hmm. You can find really, like, interesting islands. Like, I found a bamboo island, which let me harvest a bunch of bamboo and bring it back to my town, which was awesome. Um, but there, there are ones, like, I've seen screenshots online where, like, you can get a tarantula island that's just full of tarantulas that you can capture, and they sell for a lot of money. Or, you know, you can get ones yep. with flowers that aren't your native flower or fruit that's not your native fruit. And so I've been spending time just, like, buying those tickets and then going to those islands and just harvesting all the resources because you'll never go back to that island ever. It's just like randomly generated Mm. for you. So that's been fun too. And I haven't uh, found any of the tarantula islands or even the bamboo island yet. But like what I knew that there was bamboo because Jess came to our islands and gave us uh, uh, bamboo shoots that we could plant. And it was like, here, now you can have some bamboo and you'll be able to start growing it before long. And uh, I think it was uh, Data Error who came to my town and gave me a a pear so that I could uh, plant and start my my, uh, pear orchard. And I think it was uh, at Aurelia alien on twitter where i went to his island and found apples and he was like i was like this is the best thing that's happened to me all day long dude thank you <laughs> and i was like i just i just had one tree that had fl- he had one tree that was flowered with apples uh, that had already uh, gone to fruit now he was like take what you want and i'm like apples so like i'm waiting on these things to to go uh to f- come to fruition uh, literally and i am okay with waiting on the real time part of this like i have no desire to go through any of the time traveling stuff because i want this to happen yeah and i, I wanna, want this to happen naturally and organically me too i want to switch over to kind of like that casual mode of playing where like i'm, I'm still enjoying it every day but i want i'll mm-hmm. probably get to the point where i'm logging in like once or twice a week in between other games and it'll be like a nice break you know like a nice yeah. palate cleanser and i definitely see it getting to that point but that being said, like I'm still in this and I'm still playing it every day because this game's release could not have been timed better. It is ridiculous how well-timed this game's release was, and Nintendo had no idea. There's no way you could have ever planned this. 
No, there's no way that Nintendo could have like spread the coronavirus to boost Animal Crossing sales since we're all deprived of social interaction. Like it is just so perfect at this like the 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 zeitgeist right now, the entire world's paradigm shifted to where if you're a gamer like even people i didn't know were gamers are sitting around on animal crossing or pulling out old animal crossing games i've seen people on uh facebook who don't have uh switches but they have like new leaf on the 3ds and are just going back and playing it so that they can be a part of this conversation because everyone else is having this kind of fun together like it is it is so weird right now that this is so perfect. Yeah, it's just the perfect timing on Nintendo's part. So before we wrap up Animal Crossing talk, I have to ask, since you're completely new to the series, what's your favorite part? I honestly go into other people's islands, going and just exploring what other people have done, like seeing Data Error have this nice little shrine on the uh, on this mountaintop that I climbed. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Look at this little pond. And uh, things like that that just make me happy, like seeing what all the other people can do, saying hello, running around. Like uh, he came over to my island on the first night that I'd opened it up, and we dug two holes, and we just ran in circles, hopping over the holes together. <laughs> like that was it. Like we were, we were just running in circles hopping like that's all it was and i came out of his store one day and he had dug two lines of of holes and where i was just trapped and i couldn't move i couldn't leave i can't hop over it and and i was just like hey, hey good one like it was it was just fun like i like going and having fun with people in the most ridiculous childish ways possible that feels completely natural that's awesome. I'm glad that you're liking it so much. Yeah, I really am. Like, it's it's surprising me how much that I liked this game. Yeah, but it, I'm, I thought you would. So I'm glad that I told you enough to convince you to try it. So I'm going to count that yeah. as a success on my part. It absolutely is. You sold Nintendo not only a copy of the game, two copies of the game, three with Adam since we convinced him, and a Switch Lite. So Nintendo, thanks you for your service. <laughs> nice um before we do weekly geekery uh if you guys want you can support the patreon or you can support the podcast on patreon is what i meant to say uh if you go to patreon.com slash geek to geekcast everything you contribute helps pays for server costs things like that keeps us going um and then of course we're part of a network so don't forget there's other podcasts there's streamers we have the geekery blog all of that at geek to geekmedia.com or geek to geekmedia.com slash subscribe and get it sent right to you so I have to ask, if you've been obsessed with Animal Crossing this week, have you done anything else? I tried the Bravely Default 2 demo. Okay, I did too. And I want to know what you thought about it first, because I've read Capsule like J's. Oh, I, you did not like it. No, it was way too grindy and hard, and it was not a good demo. Like, no, I, I it wish was not. that they had difficulty settings in there, because... I just kind of wanted to explore a little. I didn't want like a challenge and I didn't want to sit there and grind because it's not like you can carry it over to the main game. Um, it, it wasn't, I don't know why they turned up the difficulty for the demo. They even had a notice there right when you start it that it's like, we've tuned the difficulty slightly higher. And all I wanted while I was playing was like, just drop the difficulty and just let me like run through this really quick. Cause it's supposed to be yeah. a demo, you know? Um, so it was frustrating because I still like the characters. I'm still interested in the story and I wanted to see what was new with this game and what it had to offer, but instead I just ran into this wall of difficulty and I was like, I have better things to do with my time. Yeah, exactly. That is pretty much where I was. And I love the first ones. And oh, me I too. love I'm 
I've got the uh, Final Fantasy Four Heroes of Light that's basically the the precursor to these games that I've been playing on the DS. And this one is absurdly hard, that the demo is entirely too hard. Even with that notice, I haven't progressed because every other battle, I die. And it's like, I'm not going to save after every single random battle I have. The battles are way too long in this one. They feel like they took octopath battles and decided that was the optimal length of random battles and that was one of the main things that turned me off of that game was just the level of concentration that you had to put in to get through trash battles boss battles are fine to be long and intricate but when they're like this during trash i'm like "Mm, i don't know if i'm going to be able to get through this but it's pretty like i love the graphics and the engine they're using it is, but like you said, because of the way they tuned the battles and the difficulty, um, the demo basically made me, you know, when I heard this game existed, I was like, oh, day one purchase. And then I tried the mm-hmm. demo and I went from day one purchase to, oh, I'm going to have to wait for reviews, which is not the effect that you want your demo to have on people that are excited for your game. So it kind of Especially backfired. with people like me. Yeah, it did backfire, especially with people like me who have bought have played the demos of the previous ones too and transferred all of the special stuff that you could into the other games so it's like this demo is even the octopath ones were great demos uh both demos they had of it this one fails on almost every level that a demo should succeed at yeah it was it was not great and this was a collector's edition buy for me. I actually need to go in and make sure that I don't have it pre-ordered somewhere because I don't actually want to pay for this right now. I'm going to try to catch a CE later uh, if it goes cheap. I would rather buy the collector's edition of Bravely Default 1 than buy the new collector's edition of this. Oh, yeah, just a failure of a demo. Uh, did you try anything else this week? Um, I'm trying to think if I did. Mostly um, I've Animal been playing Crossing. A lot. Mostly Animal Crossing. Mostly, I did download Pocket Camp again, even though it's not great. I'm just like, I'm on Animal Crossing right now. I'm just going to see if there's any stuff that ties back and forth. Um, I've been playing Final Fantasy XIV some. Um, mainly, actually, what I was doing before Animal Crossing was loving housing on Final Fantasy XIV. Oh, cool. I was saving up for more houses and. Animal Crossing and that together made me kind of click what I love housing in MMOs and online games and apparently games in general because I played Wildstar for the housing. I loved housing and I was the slumlord in Ultima Online, if you remember. I was Tom Nook for uh, for people on Ultima Online. Oh, yeah, um, right. And then, like, I still have Star Wars The Old Republic account that I keep up and I log in because I love my galactic apartment that I have on Coruscant that uh, it's just really fun to put i'm really proud of the way it's decorated it's like i still log in and mess around with housing on it it's like i don't didn't realize until this until final fantasy 14 that i love it as much as i do because i have a free company house i have a private room in that that house i am saving up to buy a personal house and an apartment in a different in all in different areas so that i can have them in different places and i'm like i didn't realize that was something i loved as much as i do wow yeah you like housing and games a lot yeah yeah i'm not good at it though like i'm not good at decorating i'm not one of those people who's good at it uh, and can make things that other people want to see uh like i seen saw pictures of jessica's mansion basically in animal crossing at this point and i am going to be taking lots of uh design uh tips from people who know how to do this because i sure don't <laughs> that's how i feel too i'm not great at it 
But yeah, I mean, uh, my week this week was a lot of Animal Crossing, a lot of just work. Like, work's been crazy because everything's been switching over to remote, and it just changes Mm. everything. Um, But I think we're kind of getting to a new normal. So the other thing that I finally got around to trying was this game called Round Guard. Have you heard of it? I haven't even heard of it, no. Okay, so... It was one where I heard the premise and it was on Steam and I was like, oh, I, I got to check this game out. So the premise is basically uh, what if like Peggle was a dungeon crawler and I love Peggle. Peggle's like w- such a good game and I can't believe that more people haven't gone back and tried to like steal that idea and repurpose it. Um, yeah, and, it's real good. Yeah, yeah. Peggle's so good. And so... I went and I looked and it was like twenty dollars. I was like, oh, I don't know. I don't want to spend twenty dollars on a PC game right now that I don't know that much about. Just you know, uncertain economic times and stuff. I'm trying not to just buy things here and there. Um, right. So I waited, and then like three days later, it was announced that Apple Arcade got it and they pushed it out. And so I'm still subscribed to Apple Arcade. So uh, okay, I've been playing it on there, and it's it's fantastic. I really like it. Um, you know, it, it is a dungeon crawler, and you get to like pick your class, and then the classes have special abilities too. So it's not as you know, on Peggle, it was kind of like it's really more about lining up your shot, and then you shoot it, and then you just wait. This yeah. is like you do that, but then. As your character is like moving and like bouncing off things, you have buttons to hit to use their special abilities. So it's a little bit more interactive than that. Okay. That I like Peggle. Like I really like it, but that sounds really neat. I don't think that I still have an Apple Arcade subscription. I think I canceled it after I came back from my trip because I actually resubscribed to play Rayman Run or whatever it was called. Um and it was it was really fun, the Rayman Mini thing. Uh but it was Mario Run with Rayman, which is what I wanted to play. And I don't think I can't I may have canceled it. Um and if I didn't, I totally Totally need to check this one out. Yeah, you should. You should take a look because if you like Peggle, uh, there's probably something here for you that's fun. Yeah, and I'm just thinking, like, I love Peggle. I know I've downloaded it and played it a dozen times on different things. Like, it was a uh, pop cap game, wasn't it? Like, yeah, it Bejeweled was. and all yeah. of those. Okay, that's what I thought. Like, I was thinking that it was one of theirs uh, back when these games were uh, new and unique and mobile games were very much not what they are today. Yeah, before it became a microtransaction fest the way that it is at yep. the moment. Yeah, it was just kind of a pure game that was it was super fun. Peggle was so it good. was. Yeah. Um, okay, that's probably about it for this week. You guys can write to us with comments, suggestions, or feedback. Our email address is geek2geekcast at gmail.com or reach us on Twitter at geek2geekcast. We also have great discussions on Slack, Discord, and Reddit. You can go to geek2geekmedia.com for invite links to all of those. And while you're there, make sure that you check out all the other content on our network. I blog at agreenmushroom.com. You can find me at GRN Mushroom. That's Green Mushroom without the E's on Twitter. And I'm also on the Disney Forever podcast where we watch and react to a different Disney movie every week. And I'm on Twitter as at Professor Beach. That's Beach with two E's. And you can listen to me even more on the Dragon Quest FM podcast where we talk about Square Enix's Dragon Quest RPGs. Yeah, we've been Void and Beach with your Geek to Geek podcast. That'll do it for this week. See you next week, geeks. Bye, guys. Enjoy your quarantine with Animal Crossing. <laughs>